Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Capitalism says, what's mine is mine. And Christianity says, what's mine is his. And that's the difference. Anything I am, anything I have, I have because he's generous and merciful. Because I don't deserve any of it. And he's given me abilities. He's given me gifts. He's given me opportunities. He's, he's given me all kinds of things. But they're actually his. And I need to treat them that way. I need to remember. God has a purpose for your life. And he has gifted you with that purpose in mind. God has a purpose for your life and has gifted you with that purpose in mind. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that God has gifted each of us with specific abilities. These abilities are from Him and are to be used for His purposes and for the good of others. We're blessed to be a blessing. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, turn to chapter 4 of 1 Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with part 3 of today's message. That's his intention in giving us gifts. We're blessed so that we might be a blessing. And it's crucial that we remember that. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 says, The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, there's a principle in there that you and I need to understand. I'm really grateful to live in the United States of America. But our culture sometimes trains us to be a little bit too me-centered, a little bit too self-centered. You know, I heard a preacher years and years ago talking about the differences between the various isms, you know. He's like, Marxism, socialism, basically says what's yours is mine. Capitalism says what's mine is mine. And Christianity says what's mine is his. And that's the difference. Anything I am, anything I have, I have because he's generous and merciful because I don't deserve any of it. And he's given me abilities, he's given me gifts, he's given me opportunities, he's, he's given me all kinds of things. But they're actually his, and I need to treat them that way. I need to remember, God has a purpose for your life, and he has gifted you with that purpose in mind. See, it may be talents, it may be abilities, it may be knowledge, it may be intellect, it may be inheritance, it may be inherited wealth. It could be all kinds of, whatever you have, he has done that deliberately. He's done it intentionally. He has a plan. He has, he has a reason. Going back to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, he addresses those of us who preach and teach. He says, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. In other words, if anyone claims to speak for God, let him be certain that he's heard from God and that he's accurately relaying that message to the people around him. If anyone speaks, let him speak as an oracle of God. Last Sunday night, a, a visitor here at church introduced himself, started sharing with me a little bit. He said he'd attended another church here in Miami Beach that morning. 
and, and that he left frustrated because the name of Jesus wasn't even mentioned once during the entire service. He said he, he told his friend, he was here with a friend, he said, I told my friend, I got to go back to somewhere tonight. I, this was bad. I got to make up for this. And we talked for a, for a long time. You know, it's, it's supposed to be his church, the church of Jesus, you know, gathering together to meet in a building and he's not even mentioned once. That's not, that's not a good sign. Probably means he left the building a long time ago. If they aren't talking about him at all, you know. But there are also churches today who have quite a lot to say in Jesus' name. They talk about him all the time, but he's not on board with it. Over the years, we've seen so many bad examples of that here in the city of Miami Beach. You know, I remember in going way back, somebody came in one day with a bulletin from, from one of the churches, and she had visited that church the Sunday before, and inside the bulletin was a transcript to the message. And one of the denominational churches here in Miami Beach, and this guy was, was preaching one of the things in his sermon transcript was how easy it was to teach children to read the spiritual aura of other people. Just as long as the lighting was right and everything, you could teach them to recognize that spiritual aura. I'm like, where is that in the Bible? Where are you getting that? That's not in the Bible. Teaching witchcraft, basically, and calling it Christianity. Read a couple of verses of Scripture and then go off on your tangent. There was another one that listed on his church bio, on his ministry bio, you know, when he had to write a little something about himself on the church website, he referred to himself. What he wanted to be known for was that he was a, a gay marriage activist. Really? That's what you want to be known for. Nothing really about representing Jesus or t sharing the gospel. No, no, no. Gay marriage activist. That's what you want to be known for. Not a great sign. Another one, the pastor, still denominational church in the city of Miami Beach, and, and the, the lady had a PhD from Rice University in Tibetan Buddhist philosophy. So she's doing, on the marquee one Sunday when I drove by, it said Sunday service, 11 a.m., Buddhist meditation, 2 p.m. And she's doing both. She's the pastor the, doing both. And I'm like, make up your mind. Are you Buddhist or Christian? I understand confused people. What we're talking about is the person in that position of leadership authority representing the Lord Jesus and misrepresenting him instead. You see what I mean? Guys, we have to be so careful. We need to know the difference between someone who is speaking oracles of God and, and, and someone operating in these crazy, heretical, you know, foolishness like this. We need to be able to recognize it. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, we're told concerning the Jewish men in Berea, it says these were far more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. In other words, what it's talking about there, when Paul the Apostle went and was, and was talking to them, sharing the gospel and, and teaching them about you know, the Jewish Messiah, you know, he had, to, he had to go back and explain the God we worship is a God who created everything. You know, he had, basically had to go to Genesis and do sort of an overview in order to present Jesus to him. And as he was talking to these, you know, in the synagogue, so these, you know, the Jewish people, as he's explaining it to them there in, in Berea, it says they were eager, they were hungry, they wanted to hear it. They were ready. But they weren't gullible. They didn't just take it. Oh, that makes, oh, yeah, I see that. No, they went home. And they read the book to make sure they weren't being lied to. Do you understand? It's just common sense. You know, as Christians, a lot of times, we don't want to judge. No, we don't want to judge. But neither do we want to be stupid. People will lie to you. 
Because there is still evil in our world. Not only that, but do you understand that, that we pastors, none of us is yet perfected? I used to love Steve when he was a pastor of Kibiskane Presbyterian Church. One of his favorite expressions is, you know, I don't speak from Mount Zion. In other words, I make mistakes. I can be wrong about stuff. I'm doing the best I know how to do to be faithful to the scriptures. But you need to be able to catch me in my mistakes. You need to read the book for yourself. Even though I'm well-intentioned, even though I'm sincere, do you understand I can be sincerely wrong about details? We need to know. We need to be able to recognize. We, we need to be able to see, you know, faithful as listeners and as speakers. If you're speaking for God, be careful. Be careful. Make sure you represent his heart as you present his truth. That's one of the critical mistakes that I see Christians make many times, not representing his heart as they try to declare his truth. And it doesn't work that way. It's not truth if it's, if it's not representative of his heart and his nature, even if it may be a true statement. Third point from 1 Peter chapter 4, found in the last part of verse 11. It says, if anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. What he literally says here, you know, the letter was written in Greek. So when you look at, you know, the, go to the dictionary, if anyone ministers, the word is diakonos, if anyone deacons, you know, we talk about having the church has deacons, but he used it here in a verb form. If anyone deacons, all it means is if anyone serves in any capacity, sweeping the floor, you know, going to visit somebody. I, I, I hear all the time about how so-and-so went to so-and-so's house to help with this or whatever, doing it in the name of the Lord, doing it because this is a, you know, something Jesus wants you to do. He said, like, whatever you do, do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Now listen to me. What that means is that all of us who serve Jesus in any way, shape, or form should do it wholeheartedly, holding nothing back. When we first started the church, I, I remember we were just, I mean, literally just getting started. And, and for me, it was a scary thing. You know, I had been working with Youth with a Mission for eight years and youth with a mission required that you raise your own support raise your own funding to be able to do it i had worked hard over the course of eight years to build up my financial support budget to a point where i could get by we didn't have any extra money but i could i could get by happen to be in the Miami-Dade County area? If so, we'd like to invite you to come meet us and join us in our weekly services at the church this program originates from, Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. We are a group of ordinary people simply coming together to pray, worship, read the Bible, and spend time in community. Come just as you are. You're going to fit right in. Find out more about Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach and get directions and service times at MainThingRadio.com. Before we go, Tracy's here to tell you how you can listen to more of the messages of Main Thing Radio too. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. 
please feel free to get in contact with us. You can call us at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. Thanks for tuning in today, and we hope you'll join us again on Main Thing Radio.